living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is the podcast is real from World Gone Geek right here on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook for your viewing pleasure. We are here to talk about some pop culture stuff and have a good time. That's what we do every Sunday night right here. And we're grateful that you came to join us today. Um, We're very excited about tonight's show. Um, However, I do have to start with a little bit of a caveat. So right now, our our guest for tonight uh, has not arrived yet. So we're hoping that he will uh, show up in the little uh, windows down here at the bottom. The good news is he did sign. He, you know, he's been responsive. He signed the release. He he even shared the promo. Um, but something may have come up. I haven't heard from him today. I haven't. Uh, he's not in the link down here, um, like we had hoped. So uh, we're we're going to talk about some other pop culture stuff in the meantime, and hopefully he will show up. And if he does, we're still going to interview him. If not, we're going to do our best to reschedule. He's very um, accommodating. He wants to do these shows and stuff. So. We're looking forward to trying to get him on the show again if that doesn't work out. But um, hopefully you'll still tune in and stay tuned because I do have uh, two other people along that I'm very fond of, Utah and Aaliyah. Welcome to the show. Hey. (laughs) What is going on? What you got? What are you doing? (laughs) Is that your bifocal? No, no. Hey, is that a is that a joke about me being old and you bifocals, Aaliyah? Pork chips in episode. Okay, that was an inside joke. No one else is gonna get now. But uh, actually, so actually, anybody who's as old as I am and watched Andy Griffith's show back in the day, when that what it was from, uh, what's his face? Brady Bunch, wasn't it? No, you're right, Brady Bunch. It Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. Uh, it was uh, Bobby was it or Bobby? one of the Peter. Uh, was there a Peter? Oh, it was the middle one. The middle <laughs> one's Peter. Um, would constantly. I've suddenly forgotten their names. That's terrible. Peter. Yeah, Peter, Greg, and Bobby. Right, were the boys. and Bobby. So it was Peter. The and middle. The it was middle this one. Impression with... of some uh, actor. Who was the actor? I don't even remember. Anyway, I don't remember. But you, anytime, did, have yeah, you it, ever it, seen the Brady Bunch, Aaliyah? Yeah, I have. Okay, but I've seen you know more who, of I've seen more of Andy Griffith than I have. That's, I'm telling wow. you, Andy Griffith is one of the greatest shows that ever it existed. It really is. Yes. It just it was so pure and wholesome and fun and just well, like just, you know I don't know. Not every all the way up until great. it went went to color. You, when it went my, to color, it went downhill. That's when it jumped the show. I know. Yeah, I know. But literally, my parents, my mom and dad, because you know my dad's from West Virginia, so they will sit, you know, in their little basement area, and my dad will have his phone propped up, and they'll be eating dinner down there, like you know, little old cute couple watching Andy Griffith, it's and great. I love it. I love it too. On their phone. Yeah, on the phone. They don't. They, they don't watch. Those, they, the they don't have a TV out there. <laughs> yeah, they have a TV in their bedroom, but they opt to you to watch it on his phone. On, Probably on a tiny little screen because of the streaming services on his uh, yeah, phone, yeah, but yeah, not. Yeah. On, do they not have a not Roku the or a, a device? That now you've got a Christmas gift idea, though, Aaliyah, for your folks. Is yeah, maybe that's a Roku, very true. A Roku or a Fire TV or something. I don't know. Something. Fire TV. Something. Don't know yeah. what the Fire. That's the Amazon version. There's an Amazon one. Yeah. So is it like a broken one? Broken. <laughs> <laughs> was that a dig at Amazon? That was like, no. Wow. No, but it is phallic shaped, if that means anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> much, no, much, much you know, like, like Jeff Bezos' spaceship. Yeah, I was going to say, did anybody get that joke? I don't know. No. <laughs> you know, like when everybody says like a, a broken <laughs> fire stick. 
Oh, like you know, like jailbreak. The illegal, the yeah, illegal one. They, they jailbreak <laughs> oh, it. Oh, jailbreak like, um, Yeah. Oh. I got gotcha. you. Is I it a broken one? Uh, no, not if you no, buy it directly no. from Amazon. It's not. But you can. <laughs> um, you can apparently. But if you want, things. if you we are want, not I have a broken. <laughs> this is where the little disclaimer. I should have had one ready down at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> World Gun Geek does not does not approve or or condone the jailbreaking of devices for entertainment opinions, purposes. Uh, opinions expressed by the hosts are their own and not World Gun Geeks. Yeah. Especially Aaliyah. Especially, <laughs> especially Aaliyah. Aaliyah speaks for herself. We would love public. to have Amazon as a sponsor. So please do not take this that. It's a joke. I Thank, um, no, Thank I, you, Mr. I, I, Bezos. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that sounds like it would be a good Christmas gift. Then they can hook it up to the TV and watch the same stuff. They don't have to watch it. And they can watch Andy Griffiths on the big screen. I'll tell, I'll tell you, it's funny, that, you know, uh, the things that, that people will do. My wife and I sometimes go to, uh, just to get out of here, <laughs> go to, um, sometimes you just got to get out. You know? um, and we just go, open the door and walk? <laughs> no, we get in the car. Um, but we go to Swenson's and we'll have like a Swenson's date and we'll be parked Aww. at Swenson's. And I have a phone, a phone th- uh, charger that's like in the center of my console, and I turn it sideways, and we'll watch a show and eat at Swenson's, like a little drive-in, uh, you know, movie theater game. We, I love we, we've that. We've done that before, so it's not. I mean, there's, you know, that's that's on a little tiny phone, and it's fun. It's just about so being together and enjoying the the, yeah, the that's stuff. Sweet. So I, yeah, it's great what your folks are doing. That's awesome. Just don't I love do that, that with Squid Game. Squid Game's on a good date. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do. <laughs> Do not watch Squid Game on a on a date. No, I, that is definitely yeah. not a Netflix. And it's on Netflix, but it is not a Netflix it's definitely and chill, not chill show. It no, is totally different. Opposite of chill. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm still trying to get. But Utah has literally indoctrinated Jeff what? into watch. Yes, <laughs> you have indoctrinated Jeff into watching. Done, I have done nothing. <laughs> No, I hey no the the world has I mean it is the number one show on Netflix possibly the number one show ever on Netflix like it's yeah, approaching it's on, the it's or maybe it's close. already passed it but yeah Probably. it is possibly going to be the number one stream show ever on Netflix and that alone uh, was enough to get me going but I also very much love. Uh, some of these uh, movies and TV shows that come out of Korea. I mean, there's some super creative shows and really good stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, Snowpiercer and Parasite from the same director um, from Train Korea. Train to Busan was one of them. Yes, I haven't uh, seen that one yet. That's the one with the zombies. What on was the train, it? Right? It is Train Train to Busan. It is in my opinion one of the best zombie movies See, ever made. I got to get I got to watch it. Now, really, I mean it's Well, and now this show is just so good. Oh my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. is not for the squeamish. It is, it will leave you it's really thinking about it for days after the, the social commentary. And again, I think that's what I find so fascinating um, in some of these Korean uh, productions like Snowpiercer uh, and Parasite. They had, they really examine like that class, the classes yeah. and and the, the different Very like much. way that people are treated. And it's just a really, really um, interesting in their art. They this is what you know is coming through in um, their television and movie that are coming out of that country. Um, I love it. It's great. Squid Game is so good. Um, yeah, you will be broken after episode six. I'm just going to give you a heads up. Um, but oh my yeah, gosh. that episode. Yeah, that episode it, broke me. It's hard for me to watch this because 
The, this one, because I was very invested in Alice in Borderland. Mm, that's a, and that's supposed to be really good. Now, it was one, really good. I haven't watched that. Is that Korean or is that uh, Japanese? Uh, I believe that it is Japanese, but please don't quote me. Yeah. I believe it's Japanese. Aaliyah okay. says. <laughs> <laughs> no. Aaliyah says, says it's Japanese. That was the quote, quote, quote marks Japanese. for you who are watching at home on your podcast players the next day. We're not quoting. You're her. watching at Air home on your her. podcast player. I am losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was very, very uh, in tune with Alice in, Alice in Borderland, and I enjoyed watching it. It was very similar, very similar concept. Um Interesting. But then, but they're not making, I don't know if they're making a second season and hmm. I want them to. Do they collect all of the cards? I don't know. Do they get out of this Spoilers. Wonderland? Yeah, I don't know anything oh, about yeah. it. It's not a Wonderland. It's, it's a in my queue. Um, yeah. And I definitely, we actually, it's one of the ones that, um, like, we were jumping around watching trailers one day, just trying to figure out what we're going to watch at Swenson's next. And, even my wife was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't think I could have eaten Swenson's and watched Squid Game. Yeah, that wouldn't have been. Um, but just for those of you who haven't aren't sure, and we're not going to spend the whole day <laughs> day talking about Squid Game, but just as as a kind of like, what is Squid Game? What are you talking about? It's a Korean television show. Um, imagine Hunger Games, and but like way better. And that's not a knock on Hunger, Hunger Games. I enjoyed the book and uh, the right, movie. And right, 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 right. I'm not going to knock it because obviously we want J-Law to come on the show at some point. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was, I mean, it's just so much better. And I think probably it's, a lot of it is because Hunger Games takes place in this like dystopian future kind of, that is really distant. And this could be happening right now. And it's so real. Um, which is the, yes. what makes it so scary, but it's also what makes it so compelling because you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like I, you know, all of us have probably been in debt at some point and felt that crunch, and it's like yeah. um, the characters the, are very, very relatable. Yeah, you can totally, um, and that's. I'm sorry, I'm going to say one more thing, and then no, I wanna, go, go. I want to hear you, Utah, um, <clears throat> come at come at me, uh, come at me, <laughs> come <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> Cause you, cause you're not gonna take this away from me. I love this show. No, I know you love it too. Um, no, I, I think one of the things that is so awesome about it is that even the characters that are supposed to be despicable, that you, you start out being like, oh gosh, I hope he's the first one to go. Kind of, cause you know we're inside. We say these kind of things in movies because it's not yep. real, but then we feel like garbage after doing it. And that's part of, part of you know the appeal of these kind of things is that they just really make you think. Oh my gosh, why am I? rooting for this you're rooting for the even the bad guys to like you don't want not the bad guys the 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 characters who are caught in this web of you know uh manipulation and you're just even them you're like you're nervous for them your your anxiety you're on the edge of your seat for every character regardless of how despicable they might be it's just fascinating utah go ahead what do you think yeah no to piggyback on what you said all the characters are so relatable and i think the thing that made Squid Game so much better for me and more powerful for me was the fact that it really, like Hunger Games is pretty much one person's story, really, you know? But with Squid Game, I didn't feel like there was one lead character that was so far above everybody else's. Like, mm -hmm. the ensemble cast was so great. Yeah. 
and the characters were all well written. There weren't any really two dimensional characters oh, that yeah. that gave you that, that had a lot of screen time. There were like there were layers to everybody, and there was a, a lore and a, a and you know a story for each person. And um, and you know, gosh darn it, <laughs> when you get invested in those characters. Mm-hmm. That's when they pull the rug out from under you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Episode and, six. That's all I'm gonna uh, say. You know. Oh, geez. And 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 you know, and, and it's funny too because usually I see that coming. I see the telegraph of oh well we're going to make you care about these two because you know we're going to show off the the budding relationship between them or wherever else. But I was so drawn in by all the characters and the situation that they were in, and and then the other subplots with you know. Um, who some of these people are that you don't see, you know, the masked ones. And um, I totally forgot that, oh, yes, this is a trope that all dramas do. They try and get you to care about the character right before <laughs> anything bad happens to them. I totally forgot about that. And, well, now uh, you know, I'm prepared. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, well, I mean, it's just, just so just, well done. I mean, it's one of those shows that where nobody's safe, right? I mean, you just... You, you right, and, and, and like you said, for anything to right. happen, it's the anxiety. Brilliant. You're on, you are on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Like at the end of each episode, you're like, oh my gosh, you're, it, like you said, nobody's safe. It reminds me um, of first, second season Walking Dead kind of feelings. Like I really yeah. love those characters. I mean, I started to just really not care as much about them anymore. Like after it kept going yeah. on and on. Um, yeah, there was fatigue. And then by the time, yeah, it was uh, fatigue. Perfect word uh, for how I felt about it. And then when we got to the first. We got season to Negan. When, they, when they introduced Negan, I was so mad about that stupid twist they tried to throw at the end and the cliffhanger. I mean, it's just like, your guys are better than this. These stunts, like, don't stunt, don't stunt show me. You're, you're like a compelling show, and this now you're pulling stupid, like, you know, yeah. sweeps, uh, sweep, sweep stunts. Give me a break. Um, so I, I, I was kind of done. I, yeah. I went back, and it got a little better after that. But first, second season, right? Like, you just, I mean... Yeah, those. You yeah, get those, to Herschel those, yeah. and the family and all this stuff, and and uh, yep. Carol's looking for her daughter, and you're just like, and then the gut punch that happens, you know, with with that and some of the things mm. that, like the, that that was this show really kind of really just did that to me all over again. But in one season, it was kind of like, how did I just get fall so uh, in with these mm. these characters so quickly? I don't know. They did a brilliant brilliant job. What amazes me is that so the writer and the writer director, same guy, he wrote this as a movie and was this was back in two thousand eight. Mm. So mm. this has been sitting around for a while for, for a long time. And to finally, you know, get the chance to make it into a TV series. And I'm glad it was a TV series. Oh, gosh, there's no God. way this there, I can't there's no how way it been cut up. Like there's no way this the, a movie even if it was like three and a half hours long, would be nearly as effective mm-hmm. um, as as you know an episodic series like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's crazy to me that this one guy had this idea and has been working on this <laughs> for so long, and to finally have it kind of blow up like like it has, and deservedly so. It's one of the best TV shows I've seen in a long time. So yeah. So I just want season two now, right? I I'm hoping <laughs> that we'll see more. Like I mean, I it, hope, I it hope could it be over. Like I mean, they could just be like well, that was the story. We're done. But there's yeah. th- there's ways that like some of the this could come uh, come there, back. There's so many loose ends. I would love to see them explore. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about a show Aaliyah has seen. <laughs> Uh, so sorry, the Brady Bunch. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, one show that really just kind of like 
blew the lid off of uh, everything. And it's really gotten people talking online right now in both positive and negative. And, and as you two <laughs> know, like I do, I have resolved not to get involved in social media, like arguments and garbage. You um, don't want to argue online. Um, no. Whether it be politics. I mean, that's right out. Forget that. Not, <laughs> not getting involved in that. But now I've Jumping started, right to, in. now I've started to be like, okay, even like these pop culture things. And I think people are saying stupid things. And I'm like, why are you, you know, you're missing the point of this show that like, I want to jump in. And then I'm just like, but where's that going to go? Where's that going? It doesn't go anywhere. So I come Nowhere. here and, and I rant about it. <laughs> and, <you're mad. laughs> and I hope that that person will see and know that I was talking about that. No, that's what you should do. he's calling them right? out. Done. That's what you should do is you should rant here and then just post a link to the episode yeah. in those little, they're like, here. Listen. Right. Well, one of the shows that's doing that right now, and, and I, uh, Screen Rant posted an article, and it was actually the Screen Rant that, that made me angry. <laughs> Their article. Not angry. That's a terrible, that's not true. I wasn't angry, but I was just like, I'm just like, are you? That was a whole meme. Like, are you paying attention? <laughs> oh, the, my face? or Yeah. Okay. Or I'll gift, have to play it back. Whichever one. Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake would be proud. Yes. <laughs> Insider. Yeah. You um, wouldn't get it. So, the show I'm talking about <laughs> is is What If, right? What If has been uh, really kind of uh, just taking over Disney Plus, um, really picking up and kind of doing some things. It's been very Ooh. divisive amongst fans, though. There are fans that are just like, oh, there's too many loose ends. I'm like, it's a What If show. Of course there are loose ends. It's just saying... That's the whole point. What if? Like, that it's is not literally. supposed. It, it, its whole point is to pull at threads, right? In, mm -hmm. and, and just see what happens. And yeah, it may not fit the canon. It may not fit this or may not fit that. Who cares? That's, That's not the, the point. point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's I just, a zombie episode. Yeah. Like, so come people on. are just I love flipping Marvel out zombies, man. Yeah. I. So let's talk about what if. That's what I'd like to do today. Um, if uh, you know, if our guest. Unfortunately, if he doesn't show up, this is going to be our show. So let's let's do a what if kind of recap up to this point because I think we have one episode left, right? Or are there yep. more than one? It's just one, I believe. And I then what one. comes next? Uh, do you guys know? Do you remember? The Marvel. Uh, the nothing. Uh, the next right? thing that comes would be the Eternals. <laughs> right. The mo it's movies. Like I think we're done with Marvel TV for the year after this. I I thought yeah. they were doing one for uh, Hawkeye, or is that a movie? Oh yeah, but that doesn't oh, come yes, out till that's Christmas. Right. You're right. Oh okay. That doesn't come out till December. Or, or is it before then? November is Eternals and Spider-Man. Is it November yeah. or December? I don't know. It's Christmas based. It's holidays. Very, very diehard. Uh, so now, now everybody's going to argue <laughs> about whether or not Hawkeye is a Christmas show or not. And I'm sorry, it is. So I haven't even seen it yet. I'm telling you, it is. Um, <laughs> well. And you know, at Christmas, at Christmas, we're going to have a Die Hard as a Christmas movie episode. So if you want to debate whether Die Hard is a, a Christmas movie, tune in. How is December. it not a Christmas movie? There I don't understand. There are people who love to debate this with me. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not going to. I've it. never seen it. <laughs> I'm not going to. I, Paul, I, I like went into shock momentarily. For those of you wondering why. Thank I you. So Good night. Silent. Yeah. Tune in next I week. I know. I know. I'm not surprised anymore when she says stuff like that. And that's fine because it's like, duh, of course you haven't. Like it was before you were born. Like you wouldn't just like 
I'm just gonna watch this movie that <laughs> oh, came out before on. I was born. It's been on. It's been on. It's been t on TV no, so many. times. My kids have only seen it because I love it. You know what I mean? Like that's what happens. So if you don't have a parent or or or, or someone in your family or who just guardian. loves it, they're going. They're not going to probably introduce you to it. It's fine. It's totally. I get that. Um, you know, my kids. My, my kids are like, oh yeah, you mean that battery commercial? If there's one thing <laughs> that this show and that World Gone Geek is is definitely not going to do. It's not going to shame someone for not being in the same fandom or not having the same appreciation for something or or not, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm so sick of that in the in the in this you know geek community where Preach. they're like, oh you haven't seen this or you haven't seen that or you haven't been a part of that or You're oh not my gosh fan. you like all the Star Wars movies? No, I don't. <laughs> but if you do, <laughs> that's awesome. Like you like you love those things. That's and let's celebrate that for you. I am not a fan of some of them. So that's okay. Uh, and so yeah. Now so my reaction is more like oh, shock not sh like shaming. I hope you right. know that, Aaliyah. You know me better than that. Um, right. It's yeah. more like, oh my gosh, you haven't seen this, and I can't wait to introduce it to you. <laughs> he wants he wants to share. Yes, that's all. No, I yeah. I, I am totally uh, totally understandable, and I totally get that people have not seen some of these things that we're talking about, and that's fine. Yeah, but the thing is, is is that once so two statements. One, I'm going to watch Squid Game. But by the time I watch Squid Game, you guys are going to be on to something else. <laughs> and what are you I'm going to have to we have short attention catch fans? <laughs> No. It's no, it's guys, true. It's true. Guys, no, yeah, no, as evidence as evidence this <laughs> as evidence of short attention spans, I just want to point out before you continue, Leah, that this conversation started out about what if and now we're talking about Die Hard. So and go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We're, we'll slide, we'll circle back. I know. I know. We always do. Um, so yes, by this by that time, you guys are going to move on, and I'm going to have to catch up mm -hmm. per usual because you guys are avid movie and TV watchers. Like, I mean, yeah, I rewatched I rewatched the same thing because I know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. and that's my first statement. So by the time I get there, you guys will be onto something else. My second statement is that I, it's not that I am not like, uh, I don't have an appreciation for these things. You know, I just wasn't raised on them. I wasn't right. raised, you know, I was definitely raised on like an Andy Griffith or probably anything that came on CMT. Um, <laughs> but I, it's a different, how do I phrase it? It's a different, um, it would it'll be a different appreciation than for you guys. I well, feel sure. like. Oh yeah. You know. No, and that's the thing. We don't want anybody to, like this. Isn't about like you know. Oh, everybody should watch the things that we watch. Like again, the point of mm -hmm. World Gone Geek is to celebrate what every what what people geek out about. Like, unfortunately, our guest today isn't here, so we can't talk about what he geeks out about and about music and about because that would be the topic. So what are we talking about? The stuff we geek out about again. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, the, um, where, let's what if? circling back to what if, uh, what if? it's been great. So what I'd like to do is kind of recap this a little bit for those of you who may have not, um, 
watched any of them yet, please, uh, you're just going to want to save this episode uh, for another mute? time. Um, I don't want to, I, I don't think we necessarily need to spoil how each of them ends, except maybe this last one, because yeah, th that one, last one. this last one I think is important uh, for what we're trying to talk about tonight. But the other ones, I think we can just kind of, you know, hey, this was really cool how they did this and whatever. Um, we don't necessarily need to tell exactly what happened. Um, but, uh, you know, let's start at the beginning really quick and just go through. A it's recap. a very good place to start. That it is. Usually it's, it's a lot better to start. <laughs> let's there, right? start at um, the very beginning. Unless you are um, <laughs> watching Sound the movie Memento. <laughs> It's sound of music. Thank you, Aaliyah. Yeah, Jeff knew. He just Sorry. ignored it. <laughs> That's why I said it. See, he ignored it because I said it first. Had you started singing it, then he would have acknowledged it. But you didn't sing it. <laughs> I didn't sorry. have to. You don't have to sing it. People Shut know. Up. No, they don't. You knew. <laughs> Jeff knew. I'm sorry. I, mean, I it was a How do you solve a problem like Aaliyah? <laughs> oh my gosh. She so, hasn't seen the movies we have seen. <laughs> so we have a special screening and we No, I'm kidding. Uh, totally we need to have a obviously we need to have a musical episode now where where we break into Aaliyah, song. where are you? Aaliyah, where where are you? Aaliyah? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think she, I think she just watched episode six of Squid Game. She cried. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Th that just worked. Out. That Sorry. worked too perfectly with that song. I think. <laughs> <laughs> there, Leah. You happy? I sang. You happy now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think we should do a musical episode at some point because whether it's about musicals and then we sing occasionally or you know what I mean? Like we suddenly break in the song. Um, yes. And then, but I love know. Sound of Music. It was such a good movie. <laughs> and so when he said it, it just was like yeah. I had to say it. I had to sing it. it yeah. I couldn't hold it in. It's that's that's why I said it. <laughs> so you were No, is Sound of Music a Christmas movie? Is it? No. Is it? No. That's a movie where Christmas takes place in it. But really anything that you like to watch around the holidays is a Christmas movie as far as I'm concerned. But this so is So Sound a, of Music would be a Christmas movie. This is a movie. completely uh, a completely different um kind of like how Wizard of Oz seems, like, seems to be traditionally played like during Easter around Easter, right? Well, I think that's just cuz that's when the TV stations would put it on. And it just became like, right? oh, this is always... It, it just became a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. So what well, were we talking about? <laughs> what if? <laughs> I feel Sorry, so guys. bad for our podcast listeners right now. This is just... <laughs> no, uh, this is a disaster, this episode. And it's, you know, this is what happens when we're prepared uh, all week for a guest that uh, unfortunately couldn't make it. And we just kind of ramble for a while. No, I so, feel like if anything, this is better because a lot of people relate to this. This oh, is how people's minds work. I know. It's <laughs> agreed. Yeah, right. Especially mine. This is this, uh, you know, free association of just ideas. <laughs> um, so what? Okay. So what if uh, is a show on Disney Plus uh, that asks the question, "What if?" and it does all these uh, very interesting things with. Um, 
different uh, elements of the MCU or the comics, but it seems like they've really just kind of stayed in the MCU because I think it's very much MCU. They, they, century, they yeah. think that everybody who is watching is probably um, either already a fan has been forever or was brought in and became fans because of the MCU. So MCU is kind of like the gateway now into Marvel. And so yeah, many, I think many that, folks haven't even read the comics. Fair. So why would they, why would they delve into those? We can always read the one if comics, if we want to do that. Um, mm. Those are some good ones too. This is really are. good. Anyway. My favorite one. What if the Punisher's family hadn't been killed? Right. What if they, right. It's really, what would he become? Well, really let's not spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, but that's because I love the Punisher and uh, back in the day, that was a good one. All right, Same. so so uh, the first episode, we get to meet uh, Captain Carter. So what, it was what oh. if Peggy Carter uh, got the super serum instead of Steve Rogers? What did you guys it think? It was so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, if, there was a, if there was a better way to start a TV series, for me anyway, I don't mm -hmm. know if there was one. That was just amazing. I had always been a fan of Peggy Carter ever since her appearance in... Captain America. I wish they hadn't canceled that show. And and then right, and then you know, Agent Carter was my favorite TV show to come out of Marvel. So I I I enjoyed it more than Agents of Shield. Oh, hands down, much better than Agents of Shield. You know, and I became a fan of Haley Atwell, the actress who plays Peggy Carter. Just that character was so great, and to see the to see her kind of go beyond. What, what she did in Agent Carter and become <laughs> Captain Carter was fantastic. It was just so great to see that. And, and they did such a great job with, with uh, that character and her relationship with Steve Rogers uh, in that episode. I thought it was very easy to see that, yeah, absolutely, this is how it would happen if Peggy Carter ended up getting the super serum. And, and, and their, their little th throwbacks to the little things we've seen uh, with Bucky and, I mean, it was just, it was all... It, Arguably my favorite episode of What If. Yeah. It was just really well done. Well, what were your thoughts, Aaliyah? Did you enjoy that one? I did enjoy it, but I'm going to be honest. It was, I felt like forever ago. Yeah, it uh, was a little bit. Um, but no, I from what I remember, it was very good. Um, I also, uh, during that train scene, Still that heart-wrenching mm -hmm. moment, even, mm -hmm. you know, that we saw in the movie. Uh, so I did like that. Um, but I like that he came, that they brought him back. But they didn't bring him back as like, uh, um, as like Bucky, right? right. Mm -hmm. They didn't have him in that, in playing that role. Um, instead, he, he more so just needed to be rescued. Sure. And I, I liked that. You know? um, but I think that it would be interesting if the roles were reversed right like if Bucky just got rescued but he didn't turn into this uh, it turned into the Winter you know, Soldier yeah the Winter Soldier yeah, but instead I, I thought it was, for sure it was that they were going Steve. yeah I thought for sure it was going to be Steve was going to be the winner. Oh, that Steve took big. Steve took Bucky's place. Yeah, yeah, and how, yeah. Just, and how compelling would that be, right? Because obviously they, they had feelings for each other, uh, um, Carter and uh, Steve, uh, Peggy mm -hmm. and Steve. Oh, I'm calling her Carter. Um, I, they obviously had uh, feelings for one another, even though you know he hadn't been. And that's what I loved about it too. Just real quick, uh, their relationship kind of blossomed, even though he wasn't. Buff Chris Evans. Yeah. Of course she loves Buff Chris Evans. You know what I mean? 
but um, but no, like she loves Steve. Like it's you know even right. scrawny Steve was like it was him. Was it still, was who he yep. is that um, that that she loved, and so I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, how cool it would have been for that relationship to kind of blossom, and then a hundred years later, like she's in the ice, she wakes up. And Steve is the Winter Soldier, and so now it's not just this bromance that is rekindled, right? It's an actual romance, and it's like, mm-hmm. what? Uh, you know, this is—he's now my enemy. This man that I loved, and so I think that would have been very compelling to find out how that. Tell me out. about that. I'd yeah. like to see another arm. what if. I'd give that. my left arm for Steve not to be the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would, yeah, I get it. So you would be the Winter Soldier instead. Um, I'm more of an autumn soldier than a winter soldier. <laughs> I I love the fall myself too. I would definitely be an autumn. Soldier. I'd be a summer or maybe spring. Maybe a spring soldier. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, definitely not second winter, episode. Definitely not well, <laughs> the only thing that I thought was kind of odd, or another another question that that left hanging was, if if you know, um. Stark's dad, um, losing the, the train of thought. Howard Stark has um, created this iron armor already. You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean now for Iron Man in the future? For Tony. Yeah. So right. that changes his entire uh, future true. and his entire um, world is different now. So, yeah, it's uh, that's what I love about these. Now there's all this debate. We can have this conversation and figure out, you know, ooh, I wonder what would happen. Um, but I think that's part of the problem is people are now saying, well, that's a loose end, or they're arguing about those things. And I'm like, well, no, that's what makes them so fascinating. What would happen? Now we can think about it. We can write fan fiction. Right. And that's, we can- <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> right. The whole point of what if is, what if there that's was one thing that's thinking. changed? Yes. It's obviously. Just, it's good stuff. Right. I, I, obviously, you change one thing, and it changes a whole bunch of other things, just like throwing a pebble into a pond, right? Yeah. It's not just... It's not just, oh, now we have Captain Carter and, and Scrawny Steve in an Iron Man suit. No, there's a whole bunch of other repercussions that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's the whole point of the, that's the, whole point of the show, people. Yeah. So, you know, yes, there are unknowns and, and, and loose ends because they want, you, they, they want you to think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do, what do you want? Like 20 years of, you want 25 movies for each specific universe? Right. I mean, come on now. Now, episode two. I mean, I would watch it, but I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, so would I. <laughs> Give, I would, I would watch a Captain Car. I would watch a Captain. Carter I would movie, so I watch a Captain Carter show. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like I, I said, I, I wanted I, to watch an Agent Carter show, and they didn't let me do it. Right? So we're yeah. not going to get yeah. the Captain Carter. Are you kidding me? They're just all about ripping the, our hearts out, not but, giving us what we but want. But I would be there. <laughs> um, I would watch Captain Carter. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously joking. I, I love what they're doing. Um, so the second episode was very um, oh what what a bittersweet awesome to have yeah it was bittersweet because one it was like this is awesome because we get to see Ch- T'Challa and all of this stuff mm-hmm. but it was bittersweet because you're reminded oh my gosh like this is going to be the last time Rest we're hearing. Chadwick yep. Boseman. Now, as it turns out, it really isn't because he's been in like almost every episode. He's had a little cameo, and uh, right. they've managed so. to work him into all of them. And uh, but this one was really good. What if T'Challa became Star Lord? Which uh, is just <laughs> this is another really contentious episode for folks because they're like, "What? He just had to talk to Thanos, and he became and he didn't do what he did." I'm like, "There's way more than they just had a conversation. It was a relationship over time." That, right. that it was, that it he was influenced to, uh, yes. Thanos, and that's 
that's I there was think a history what's there. so fantastic again about having these conversations is because sometimes that's all it takes, right? Like the, the way we treat other people and the way we talk to them and the way we interact with the people around us can totally change their future um, and how we're, you know, whether we're going to be a jerk to them or we're going to, you know, show them love and, and, and mercy or grace or whatever it was that T'Challa did in mm -hmm. his life. Thanos ended up not being such a jerk. And he still had the idea, right? He still, th I still think it would have worked, right? I think he says something like that. I don't remember. But <laughs> so it's not like he just like was like, oh, he yeah. yeah, he totally. But it's like, you know what? Because of the influence of T'Challa and, and, and because of the influence of other folks, he he did the right thing. Aaliyah, what do you think? Well, I kept <laughs> it was very humorous how he kept uh, how Thanos kept discussing that topic with people and they're like, well, that sounds like genocide. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, no, no, listen. It was really fun. Yeah, they had some they fun did, with it. The, the writers, the writers on, on this show are really good. Mm. Um, they, they've, they've done a good job of kind of finding that balance between the levity of some ridiculous situations about what if, but then also, I mean, it's just, yeah, that whole, that sounds like genocide is perfect. It was... <laughs> But um, even that scene when he was in, uh, who was that? Not his name. It's not copycat. The treasurer. What's his name? The collector. The collector. The collector. Yes. <laughs> the treasurer. The treasurer. <laughs> the, treasurer <laughs> the secretary. Uh, the digger. Uh, I, I, we totally have to have a backstory for the treasurer now. He was <laughs> so he was elected. Are the treasurer and collector are they brothers? He was elected uh, treasurer of his of his senior <laughs> class in high school. But he was bullied and uh, uh, fell into a radioactive, uh, you know, vat of and became uh, of cafeteria chili, and became oh. became the treasurer for everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is he a good guy okay. or a bad guy? That's why. Oh I no, no, wait. Or or is the treasurer called the treasurer because he treasures things? Hmm. Okay, I feel like he would be. <laughs> I feel like I'm he sorry. was. What, what were you saying? So you were talking about the collector. Go ahead. Yes, but I'm going to defend myself now. Oh because, no! Go ahead. Because he had a whirlwind of treasures. He sure he, did. He yep. did, and he That's treasured them all. So, You're right. So he right. So he absolutely. And it was a monetary value to all of them. Like, mm -hmm. oh, what can I get of it, get out of it? So everybody knows, like Captain Hook, they he wants oh. to get find his treasure. So he's the banker. You're talking about the banker? No. Not the treasurer or the collector? <laughs> He's the collector. <laughs> the so I, I, I think here, here's how I, I'm going to settle this. Here's what I think happened. So I think that because of his love for collecting things, um, his mother, as he was growing up, had this sweet uh, pet name for him, which was the treasurer. And he loved that and he loves his mom. But when he grew up you say and he, he got older- he and he didn't want other people to call him that because if they did, you know what I mean? It was like, it's like, no, how don't let my mother's beautiful words come out of your sullied mouth. Uh, you will call me the collector, and that's how that's what I believe is happened. So go ahead, Aaliyah. okay. So this is what if this is a new what if series here. Uh, Okay, I don't remember where I was going with any no. of that now. Um, I think I was just talking about the scene, that entire scene, but... Uh, the Collector was pretty much a badass, too. Who yeah. knew, right? Mm -hmm. it, he was. He was. Right? And then, the, although, 
the ending. I know we're not spoiling any end- endings, but the ending. He got what he deserved. <laughs> that um, treasure. He got, yeah. he got collected. So... <laughs> Uh, before we move on to the next episode, though, I do want to point out something that I found was fascinating. I think we've talked about it in a previous episode, but um, apparently Chadwick Boseman uh, was one of the first people to agree and sign up to be on this show. Like when he heard, mm-hmm. and, and that just makes it even more like, oh my gosh, right? Because right? he knew because you know he, he knew. was going to be done with T'Challa and he didn't want to be, right? He wanted to, to play T'Challa as many times as he could. And I really truly believe that's why they've written in so many opportunities for him to be in this show uh, and that he keeps popping up in they other episodes. Knew. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, whether they knew, yeah, I don't know how the writer, how much information the writers or anybody else had, but again, he was, he just had a passion for doing it, and it's just so awesome that he did, because I'm yeah. so glad we got to hear him again. Yeah. It also, like, kind of upset me how, um, I can't remember people's names today, and I'm not going to try to guess on this one. Uh, the guy that took him in. The digger? What? The digger. the digger. The pitcher? The pitcher? Of what I'm just thinking of. I'm just thinking of things that end in er. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! What is I was happening? Like, uh, um, the humidifier. Right. No. The guy that took in Star Lord. What's his name? The real Star Lord. I can't. Oh, the Ravager guy. Yeah. yeah. Why, why are we blanking on his name? We have. We have. Yondu. Yondu. Thinking of Yondu. We have. Yes. We have been goofing around so much. <laughs> That we can't even remember the easiest things that we about the oh, show no. that we're talking about. The I Ravager, apologize. Yeah, the, the Ravager. Yes, thank you, you Yondu. This is Yondu. I'm Mary Poppins, okay. y'all. He's Mary Poppins, y'all. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it made me mad that he just lied to him his entire life. Yeah. It made me mad that he just lied to him. And he Seems didn't. Seems to be his MO, though, right? Because he kind of did that with, did that uh, with Peter, Quill, Peter Quill, too, Quill, right? Too. Quill. Yeah, Quinn. absolutely. Quinn. Quill. I can't speak. This but is why I, I have remember. a podcast, because I can't speak, so I just record <laughs> me so not speaking. So the podcast speaking. is perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> we can change the name. World Gun Geek. He can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it made me upset. That's what I'm saying. He's not grounded geek. He's the geek can't, who can't speak. <laughs> yeah. Um... Episode three, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? This was fascinating. Ooh, this was a good one. Right? I oh, like this one. Every too. Avenger this gets really killed. Uh, and we're like, what? And and um, the, the closest think, we're going to get to Ant Man. That's what I was going to say. I think this is the, the most compelling thing about this episode is that everyone was talking about how the Hulk got killed. And they, they a lot of them think that it confirms the theory that Ant-Man, if he just went into a Thanos orifice and then expanded, he could have totally, like, ended it all. So, it's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that could have happened I after watching this? Hey, look, hey, look, technically well, the physics work. Yeah. So. Well, and then, you know, what it comes down to... According to my calculations. It, it, what it comes down to, and again, hmm. this is what people are arguing about, right? They're saying... Call me the calculator. They're saying, well, if, if, you know, why didn't, uh, you know, why didn't they do something like that to Thanos? You know, if, if you could take out the Hulk, if you could do these things. Um, I think they wanted uh, to keep a PG 13 rating. PG 13, but at the same time, like, <laughs> like in a, in a later episode, um, uh, was it, uh, it wasn't the last one. It was one before. Um, what if Ultron won, right? Um, That's the most recent one. That was the most recent one. one. Um, 
and he just totally zaps Thanos in half, right? He just kind of like right, yes, bisects mm-hmm. him with his laser, and everyone's like, "Duh, why didn't he just do that?" And I'm like, "Do you even know who Vision is? Have you been watching these movies? Like, Vision's right. a good Vision guy. Do that? He right. wouldn't just do that, no matter. Like, first of all, like he knew that this guy was a threat, right? And he knew that the world was, you know, in danger, but like." Maybe they could talk him out of it. Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to just come in and be like, oh, that wasn't, that, you're, what, yeah. you're done. You know what I mean? Like, that's just yeah. not who Vision was. Now, it's 100% who Ultron was, so that was very much in character. But these Absolutely. are the types of things I'm saying. So why didn't Ant-Man do that to Thanos? Because he's Ant-Man. Like, he just wouldn't. Why would he do that? You know what I mean? He wouldn't. Why would Scott Lang even think about something no, he, like that? Well, he might, because he's goofy like that. Like, he'd be like, oh, what if I, no, no, right. I can't, no, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because deep down, he's a good guy. They're good guys, people. They don't just massacre the bad guy in disgusting ways just because their powers allow them to do so. And right. I, and and that's that's the frustration I'm having with all of this. Um, we saw it in uh, in this episode for sure. But yeah. Um, could he have done it? I guess he could have. And the only reason that the person who does get away with, not get away with it, but accomplishes it in the the show is because he's gone crazy. He's a bad person now, right? And, and, bad person, yeah, and crazy, people, say, crazy people, crazy people, crazy things, bisect right. people with their laser eyes, right? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Eyes, no, I, I, I like the fact that they visited. Stone. Yeah, they visited, uh, you know, because in the comics, Hank Pym was kind of bipolar at one point. Yeah. Uh, he he needed help Yeah. Uh, at, at some point in mm-hmm. the comic book. So I, I, I like the fact that they kind of delve into uh, that that darks, the dark side of Hank Pym in this one. Um, but I'll tell you, I honestly, f- for a long time, I'm like, what's happening? How are these people dying? I, yeah. you know, I was totally. Was well done. It was it a was cool really little whodunit nice kind of thing. I liked, yeah, it was really good. Really good. So episode four, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? This was uh, a neat one too. Mm-hmm. This one. This was really neat. The, the you know, interest. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go, Aaliyah. No, what? Go ahead. No, go, Aaliyah. Go. <laughs> go. Is go. how it came. Is how he came back in this most recent episode mm-hmm. because. Yeah, kind of nice how they're kind of yeah. yeah. Tying it in, that was like my question. Yeah, we'll get to that at the last episode we'll for sure. That. I want to talk about it. I did. I did like the fact that, um, well, and they do. They've done this with all the episodes in What If. Is they do a really good job of kind of replicating very well certain scenes from the movies that we've, you know, that that we know um, mm-hmm. when it's appropriate. Sure. You know, we we and they do a great job of planting that and making sure that we're aware that look, this is where about when when in the movie or whatever this change of decision or, or change of aspect happens. And uh, it was interesting to see that um, his girlfriend did go to dinner with him on this one versus mm-hmm. the movie where she's like, uh, no, you're a jerk. Yeah. So This was a heartbreaking one to watch over and over again. Over and over. But it was a, it was a really fascinating study. But yeah, it's, I, I, I wouldn't, I definitely, it's not one of my favorite episodes only because of how dark it left everything you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah. again like you yeah, said Leah and we'll talk about when we get here to the most recent episode um, we, we it looks like we're coming back to kind of explore uh, what happened that, uh, after that ending but um, yeah it was it was interesting um, but it was just it was one of those like I don't know it was like Groundhog Day what if Groundhog Day were more were 
What if it were, were dark? Depressing. <laughs> right. And there is yeah. parts of Groundhog dark, Day that that explore that the depression part of it, right? And apparently, it's there's stuff on the cutting yeah. edge, uh, cutting room floor that even more explored that. Really? According to the oh, according to okay. Harold Ramis, that it was going to be a lot darker at some parts. Um, but it does it does explore some dark themes, um, even though it's overall just more of a you know heartwarming comedy. This, however, was like, you know, Groundhog Day. Straight on If dark. you just wanted to be sad for the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, was yeah, that gut was, a, that was a rough one. Um, but then they followed it up with zombies. Now I have a lot of mixed feelings about this episode. Um, so I'm going to let you guys talk first. But uh, what did you guys think of the zombie? Now, for those who don't know, what this what if zombies, people are like, where did the zombies come from? Why is that a thing? Well, it turns out that... Um, I mean, well, Janet. originally, well, I know I'm talking about like there's a comic series that actually yes. uh, is the is the Marvel Universe and everybody's kind zombies. Of the basis of, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's really been like these popular little it's they're short runs. They're not it's not like a whole, you know, comic series, but they're very popular in graphic novel form. I have them and they're just fun, weird, you know, zombie Marvel <laughs> stories. So uh, that's why they did this. They, they know that people love those stories and they're like, oh, well, let's make a what if with zombies. Um I did a good job with it too. I mean, um, I don't remember how the zombies came about in the comic books, but the fact that they planted it um, with Janet Van Dyne was clever because I th I thought that was clever that mm -hmm. hey here she is in the quantum realm for however long and oh remember this is, this was the uh, the whole thing for Ant Man two right mm -hmm. and they go into quantum realm and Hank doesn't realize it's too late that Janet is a zombie in the quantum realm and then Hank becomes patient zero to bring it to, back to regular back realm. to the real world <laughs> so to speak right mm -hmm. right non, the non quantum no non -quantum. not no cuz non quantum un, un quanta <laughs> un quanta anyways but uh, they did a good job of of kind of uh, an origin story for that and i mean i don't know i i'm a fan of the zombie comic book limited series that when marvel does it and so mm -hmm. it was nice to see um, they did a good job of replicating again some great, some great frames from the comic books, um, and uh, it, and I can't I can't speak enough about Scott Lang's head and the and the cape of levitation. That whole thing, <laughs> that was that was fantastic. Like yeah, that was I great. almost want I almost want that to happen in, in real life in the movie somehow because it was so it was just so great how how it all happened. So. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the zombies, Aaliyah? Uh, I don't know. I kind of thought it was a little corny, but also at the same time, I thought that it was um, maybe just one of those funner episodes, you know, like um, we just had, you know, the, the that Doctor Strange, for, that what if Doctor Strange uh, episode, yeah, and maybe they just wanted to make it like, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little more fun, even mm -hmm. though... It's not, it's still sad, you know, to think about or right. to ponder, um, but a, a funner episode, not as heavy as that Doctor Strange one, because that one was really, yeah, it's grief, it, right? And yeah. there's a lot of, every, there's every time that could every actually time sacrificed, that. Yeah, every time somebody sacrificed themselves in the zombie episode, you know, yeah, I kind of felt that. I'm like, oh. But that's like that that that's how all the zombie movies or whatever, mm -hmm. right? You always have people that are like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to sacrifice myself for the greater good. You go on, and you know they did a good job of 
of making it very Marvel in terms of how mm-hmm. these people, um, tr- you know, sacrifice themselves. I love the wasps. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna slightly disagree with you. Oh, okay. So I, I agree with you on that. But here's the problem that I had with the episode. I enjoyed it overall. I mean, I was entertained by it, and that's the whole point, right? The one mm-hmm. thing that that bothered me though is one, it's very there's some really like gruesome things that happen in it. And Fair. and I feel like the writers knew, hey, we're going to have to put some gruesome things in this is zombies. And then so they kind of in order to try to uh, accommodate for that, they put in a lot of humor that felt really wrong and out of place in that environment. And for instance, like um, at one point, like Sharon is zombified and she gets blown up and I think Black Widow or somebody says, I got Sharon on me or something like, you know, like, right. and, and I'm like, they, these are people they love and know, like, why are they not like horrified yeah. that these things are happening to their friends? So that, that's fair. And I get that, you know, again, this not this isn't the walking dead they're not examining like like what would happen to the people's right. uh you know psyches if this all happened but it almost felt just so cavalier and out of character for for them to just be like oh let's make all these little one-liners and jokes while people that we love are just dead and so the point you made look at all these amazing sacrifices people made yes those were great but the people in the episode didn't care you know what I mean? Like it didn't, right. it didn't like, it didn't impact them. Like they're just like, oh, I guess he's dead now. Um, but that was that was my only, neg- uh, you know, kind of like negative point. Um, like I said, I was still entertained by it. I thought, and I did think the funny parts were funny, but it was just like it was just such a weird combination. Yeah, there was that a little imbalance felt, there. It felt really awkward. Still enjoyed it. Um, my favorite part, though, easily is when um, uh, Happy gets turned. <laughs> And he's still going, blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> because they told him, you don't have to make the sound for you the gun. You're making the sound? But he kept right. doing it anyway. And then even after he was dead, he's still going, blam, blam. That was so, like, some of the humor did make, I mean, I did laugh. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. It just right, felt the whole, like, really, zombie, zombie it was just tape. the juxtaposition of the, the two extremes was just like it didn't work for me and i felt like scott lang was the worst offender right like some of the things he said were at the most inappropriate times but again that's scott lang like i think maybe that's what he would have said i don't know but um yeah it just that was my only complaint about that episode i still enjoyed it um but then i just wanted to figure out yeah one of the things that i've been trying to figure out ever since watching it is okay bruce banner gets there gets saved right uh-huh. Spidey, Peter Parker has his great little videotape video of, you know, the rules for zombie land, so to speak. <laughs> um, and one of them is like, wear long sleeves. Why does Bruce Banner not put on a long sleeve shirt or a hurdy, like, right after seeing that? Like, yeah. the rest of the episode, he's still in that little sleeveless thing from the, san- from the, <laughs> you know, the sanctorum. And I'm like, what the heck? Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's lots of, you know, nitpicks, but... Ultimately, it was fun. So next, next we finally get to see Killmonger again, which was interesting. And and uh, T'Challa on the other side again. But he's yes. but in this one, he's speaking to us from the other side. I was like, no, why yeah. are you doing this to us? Right. That was it, so it was, heart wrenching. It, it, it was even it, it felt more emotional 
because it was so close to the situation, right? Yeah. You're, oh. you're exactly right. Here he is speaking from the other side, because, and he is on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was... Um but it was a, it was an interesting episode. That's another one that's caused some contention because people are like, "Does the timing work? Would Killmonger have been in Afghanistan at that time? Would it have that? Who cares? So matter. what? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> everything matter. else in Killmonger's life changed too, right? Like there's different things that happen. He did different things at different times, and it's not the so people make the mistake of thinking that when when something happens in What If, everything that happened up till that point. Is was the same. the same as what it was in the MCU, and now no, this is the one thing that bari- that branches off. No, the branch could have happened at any time in the past that brought Killmonger to this point. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. I felt like Tony gave gave Killmonger the keys to the kingdom way too fast, though. <laughs> like it was a little bit like, oh, you're on mute. It was a little Aaliyah. quick. You're on mute. There you go. Sorry. Go ahead. I- two-year-old. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> but then I was talking and nobody was just like, oh, I'm on mute. Okay. Uh, no, I definitely agree with you there. It was, he didn't even really know him, but he was like, oh, you saved me. So now you're about yeah. to be That's my all best man. <laughs> That's yeah. all it takes. I could be second in command o- over Happy at Stark Industries just if I, you know. Hey, you know, Happy was rightfully upset. Oh, yeah. That's all I Yeah, guess. I feel like ha- obviously Happy saved his life. Yeah, many times. Right, many times. Yep. I mean, um, it was an interesting episode, though. It was cool to it was kind of cool to see that character again, you know, because I did enjoy him a lot in Black Panther, um, and it would be it was neat to see him back in action. But again, bringing bringing Chadwick back in that episode again mm-hmm. was was so perfect. But yeah, it is also bittersweet because it was just like, yeah. ugh, uh, yeah. why you do this to me, Marvel? Just another reminder. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even go ahead. I would say even that conversation though was just like, yeah. are you happy? Like, it's yeah, really what stuff. you wanted. It's good stuff. Um, so we're coming up close to the end of the show, so we need to get to the last episode here. But um, party Thor, I'm okay with just kind of really just zooming past this one. It was my least favorite episode of the entire <laughs> series. Uh, what if so Thor specific. were an only child? Um, this is one of the few that I actually almost kind of agree with people who have little nitpicks about how the <laughs> the timelines work because, yeah, just because Loki, like there's stuff that doesn't make sense because Loki, um, I don't know, I mean, who knows what else might have changed, you know, because of him being a frost giant instead of his brother. But um, that was my least favorite episode, mostly because like I just couldn't stand Thor and his friends. Like they were just, and even characters that I really loved, we're like acting like buffoons in this one. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, not just, the duck was fine. like not just, oh, he was great. That was, that was fun seeing Howard the Duck again, right? But, um, uh, yeah. Howard the Duck. But, but, but you know, but the yeah, whole- like, like the, war, the Warriors 3, there's no way they would act like that, right? Yeah. I can't imagine Lady Sif being that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like it that much. I was just kind of like, eh, this is my meh episode. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Same. It was, it seems. It was annoying. It definitely seemed really superf- <laughs> superfluous. Like, we've got a nine episode contract and we are one episode short. So, um, hey, frat boy Thor, sure. Right. And I feel like, I feel like um, it was a disservice um, to uh, Jane Foster's character. 
because like yeah, she still fell for it, Thor, even though he was no, it's, no. Like first of all, it makes her out to be like, oh, you know, I'm, sudden, I'm super yeah. smart. I'm a genius. I'm an independent woman. I'm all these things. But oh, but your bohunk and, and blonde hair, yeah. who you know, is shows up and suddenly I'm, you know, no smitten. Like how do you? Yeah, how do you? That's not. You know, I. It wasn't even that easy in the actual one where he wasn't that dumb. He was still kind of a bohunk when he met her because he was being, True. you know, because Thor <laughs> starts out as kind of a bohunk, right? He's not, he's yep. not that uh, nice or good of a person. That's the whole point. He's, he's That's supposed the whole to grow point and learn. Of the movie. Uh, yep. But yeah, so I just don't feel like Jane would have fallen for her. I felt like that was way out of character for her, but uh, I agree. Um, anyway, it was cool that, you know, um, Natalie Portman and Darcy uh, and uh, what's her face? Um, blanking on her name, plays Darcy, uh, that they both came back and did the voices. Um, and, uh, you know, almost everybody has been their own voices, but there's mm -hmm. been a few. Like Brie Larson was not Captain Marvel, I think. Um, right. There's a Somebody else did, Paul Rudd didn't, uh, didn't come, couldn't reprise this. Role. I think, it, and I think it was all like scheduling issues too. Probably. Basically. Yeah. I think a lot of them would have done it if they Chris could've. Evans uh, was not Steve Rogers. Yeah. But that that brings us so we'll just Thor, eh, skip it. Um, so uh, that makes it sound like I don't like it because it's Thor. That's not it. I like Thor, but th that episode was not that great. So the, that leads us to the final episode, and I felt like this one kind of really turned the whole series on its head in such a good way. So this one is what if Ultron won? And I'm thinking that okay, as it starts, I'm like okay, so Ultron wins in um, in the Age of Ultron movie. You know, we see how he gets created and he wins and we get to see that. But man, they no. took this in a brand new, interesting direction. Yeah. And I see Aaliyah I like is like uh, a, some sort of uh, information or, or question or idea has dawned upon her. So I'm going to let her talk. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely a question because okay. I feel like they had, they had introduced Ultron in a different episode. Is that correct? So at the end, at the end of an episode, he right? showed up at the end of Thor of the Thor, <laughs> dumb Thor one. <laughs> yes, uh, okay. Because he, because he was dumb and didn't do the things he was supposed to do, um, that may have helped lead to why Ultron won. I guess because the Avengers didn't happen, or at least not in the way you know they should. Right, have. Thor, Thor was not part of the Avengers. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So and rightly so at that time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, so, okay. so, so this is the, sorry. Yeah, no, Ultron gets Vision's body just like he wanted originally, and he becomes uh, Ultron Vision. I don't know if that's his name, um, but. Ultron. Uh, <laughs> Ultron. Um, and he launches, basically, he starts a nuclear holocaust, kills most of humanity, basically accomplishes uh, twice what Thanos, uh, what Thanos tried to do in, in half right. the time. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, um, right, right. even, and even when Thanos shows up to complete the infinity gauntlet, as we said earlier, Ultron's just like, Oh, who are you? Zip. No, he doesn't even ask questions. He just like slices him in half and Thanos is done. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And because of that, and because of that, he gets, he gets the Infinity, the Infinity Stones. Stones. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then all heck breaks loose, right? And then yeah, and yeah. yeah. So the the where they went kind of interesting in this, um, and I got a little confused in this episode because we see Black Widow and Clint uh, Hawkeye, Clint um, Barton, um, like trying to find the answer, like how are we going to defeat Ultron? And I'm like, 
I, I can't figure out if it's like, are, is this happening before he's wiped out most of humanity or is it still happening, you know, and they just happen to survive it? And if so, how did Black Widow and Hawkeye survive the apocalypse, all the but people. the rest of the Avengers didn't? <laughs> like, that's what I don't understand. But Two um, words, Hank Pym. There you go. Kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know what uh, was going on. Like, I yeah, can tell go, if that was, I go back if that was present or past or whatever. But either way, they're trying yeah. to figure it out. They're they're trying to find Arnim uh, Zola's consciousness. Armin Zola. And uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind how of about ha- How about Hawkeye with his arm? What happened there? Right. Yeah. Right. At some point, he becomes the Winter Soldier. I think. You know. At some point, he loses. He lost his arm, and he's yeah. got this cool bionic arm. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, but where they where they kind of went amazing with this show is by making Ultron hear the Watcher. So when the Watcher that was speaks, cool. yeah. Ultron's like. So Ultron's basically demolished. He's, he's destroyed everyone and everything, everywhere on every planet and every cosmos and every galaxy of this universe. Basically, he's just gone on a rampage, right? And now he's like, uh, "What's the, who's the famous uh, quote with no more worlds left to conquer?" Um, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, who is yep. that? What's that quote? I'm gonna find it, put it in the show notes. But anyway, um, that guy, uh, he, he's basically like, "What do I do now? Like, what do I do? Like, I'm lost. Like, yep. my purpose." was to um, save the universe. And the only way to save the universe is to get rid of um, human, humanity and I guess every other alien species was as bad as us. I don't know. Um, and so he wipes everybody out and now he's got nothing to do. The Watcher is narrating what has happened and Ultron turns around because he's heard yeah. the Watcher. Who said that? Yes. And yeah, that so part. I love that. all mm. of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. And now we see him battling the Watcher through all the multiverses, including the Star Wars universe. Did you notice that uh, there was a couple of planets that looked very similar to Mustafar and Felucia? Um, yes, I did see we th- that. I mean, the I was Mustafar one. I saw. There's there's articles out there on the internet. There's like it's canon. Star Wars is in the Marvel. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, they talk about Star Wars as a movie in right. in the movies and on the show. Like, the, in fact, in this episode, Clint says the Death Star plans. I think the Death Star. He? Yes, right? yes, yes. Or something he says, like that. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's definitely like. Easter eggs in there, but it's not in the same universe. It's not. It's not the same universe. They just wanted to have some fun. The artists were like, "Ooh, look at this! People will flip out and write articles and argue on the internet." How fun! <laughs> how fun must how fun must that be, though? Right? Right? Yeah, they could like control and and manipulate an entire group of people into arguing with each other. It's just like if they were politicians. Um, oh, so, and just so you know, just just he wept. For there were no more worlds to conquer. That's what it was. Mm. That's what it was. There you go. Who, who said, said by that? Alexander, Alexander Alexander the Great? The Great. But yes, I knew. But it was something do you know like who? That. Do you know who quoted Alexander the Great in when what movie? Yes, but I can't remember. When Hans he, when Gruber. He, that's what it was. That's what it was. When he Hans looked, Gruber. Uh, there were no more worlds, and it's he says it's so awesome. He probably oh, said well, it yeah. better. He probably said it better than Alexander the Great, I would imagine. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like if we had a recording there, and Alan uh, and and Alexander the Great Alan. said it, and then yeah. Alan Rickman showed up and said, "No, let me show you how this is done." Uh, <laughs> he would, and Alexander the Great would have been, "Oh my gosh, uh, 
I am clearly not great. You are Alan Rickman the great. And then the whole, who knows how history would have unfolded. What if, what if, what if Alan Rickman showed up Alexander the great by saying his famous quote in, in a much more compelling way? No. Um, Back to the story we're talking about. Um, so, uh, yeah, he had battled through all of the multiverses and just all these crazy things happen. Um, and I, I would like to hear your theories, if either of you have them, on what what do you think is about to happen in, in, in this last episode? I have a theory, and I'm going to share it, and we're going to see how wrong I am <laughs> when it comes out on Wednesday. But I'd love on to hear Wednesday. what you guys think. Leah, do you have well, any, any theories, or do you do you think it's? Uh, are you just waiting to see what happens? And you, you do, waiting, do you want you me to not way? even say my theory because you don't want me to spoil things if it turns out to be true? Oh, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, wow. I, I, I'm right sometimes when I'm. <laughs> no, I'm shots just fired. I'm joking. I'm joking. I kid. I kid. Uh, no, I just. I love that. Did you just reference Triumph, the insult comic? Dog? I kid, I kid, I kid, yeah. I kid. Nice. <laughs> I approve. Um, I approve. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, I I just know it was a phrase. Okay. That people said. Oh, I kid, gotcha. I kid. Yeah. Okay. All right. I still approve. Okay. Great. It's on true proof. Um. I don't really have a theory. I. I guess I was really excited that they actually continued mm -hmm. uh, the Party Thor mm -hmm. ending with Ultron coming back because this is the only um, one that they actually did continue. You know, they actually right. did a, a run on with. As far as we right. know. As far as we know, you're very right, very <sighs> accurate. Um, how did it end? I can't remember. So how did he, that last? He ends up in that Doctor little Strange. Doctor Strange bubble. That oh Doctor yeah. Captain. After their battle. But, and Doctor um, Strange comes, come, comes up and says, I told you so. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Because well, Doctor Strange heard the Watcher too, which is kind of interesting. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. It is very interesting. Um, but my question is, what was the last thing that Doctor Strange said to him? That I don't remember oh, off the top of my head. Was, wasn't it something like, are you, are you willing to uh, interfere now? Oh, yeah, right? that's what something it was. Something like that? Oh, yeah, because it was like, are you done are you watching, willing to... basically? Right, are you done yeah. watching? Or is, he didn't is it, say is that, it time, but that's kind of like, Is it now yeah. time to interfere? Mm -hmm. I mean, he, it's, that's the gist of what he said, right? Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, the whole thing is like, I don't want to have to do what I know I'm going to have to do. Yeah. And so obviously he's probably going to have to interfere Right. Yeah. So obviously yeah, he's like, probably gonna. That was not a, an accurate statement. He's going to have to interfere. Right. Interfere. He's gonna have to. Utah, what do you think? Totally agree. I totally think that the watcher has realized that you know his oath. Um, he's got to break his oath, and he's mm -hmm. gonna. I I think what I think is gonna happen is he's going to interfere, and part of the interference is going to be he's going to uh, group. He's going to go get. Mm -hmm. All some of the other people from from the other episodes that yep. we've seen. We're That's gonna, exactly he's what gonna, my theory is. He's yeah. going go, he's going to create the what if Avengers, so mm -hmm. to speak, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to get Captain Carter. He's the multiverse Avengers, right? Exactly, and and he's going to bring them together, and they will defeat or attempt to defeat uh, Voltron. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. 
I just, I think that, I think that a hundred percent. And so what, and the reason is because, and the reason I was so cryptic earlier when I'm like, at least as far as we know, that's the only episode that didn't continue. Um, this, what this show has done brilliant, brilliantly is market itself as an anthology series and then mm -hmm. literally just blow our minds by saying it's all connected. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, what? Like that's, I mean, hello. Like this is what the MCU <laughs> has done for what? The last 20 years, right? 20 with years. all these movies. And now they're doing it with this show. They're like, look at all these what if things that are just random and disparate things that happened in all these weird places. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ultron wins um, and he attacks the the watcher and they bl blow up the multiverse basically and uh yeah how's he gonna defeat it and I th I think we're gonna see like this kind of multiversal end game type of situation where Captain Carter and uh, Steve Rogers and and uh you know uh Bohunk Thor and Captain Marvel and like all these people show up because they're the only ones that can save the entire multiverse from uh you know from Ultron and so yeah, it's kind of genius. I think that's what we're going to yeah. see on Wednesday. I can't wait to see who, who gets selected to come back. Um, how does the zombie episode fit in or if it does it at all? Um, Can you imagine if they recruit the zombie Avengers to yeah. fight? <laughs> or just which one would they pick? Probably zombie wasp, right? Or uh, the Zombie big wasp. Yeah, maybe maybe they can get zombie zombie Iron Man to help out. Yeah. So uh, or what if he just uses Doctor Strange? I think there's going to be more. Well, I think that we've, I think they're going to show us yeah. that this whole series has been, uh, again, they wanted us to think it's an anthology. And then they're like, look at, look at us. We're, we're so clever and smart. We tied this all together. Now it's, if it does happen this way, it's only going to cause absolute chaos on the internet because everyone's going to be, but wait a minute, but, but, it did, but how does but this, because this, this line is the timeline, it's the multiverse. It's that. And you know, DC has been using this excuse for decades and decades uh, to excuse their poor well. storytelling. <laughs> yeah. And not and, nearly as well. And so yeah. Marvel's about to do it geniusly and we're all going to attack them for not doing, you know, not tying all the loose ends together. Who cares? It's just fun. It's this crazy what if world. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see them bring, I think the Watcher and Doctor Strange aren't going to be able to do it alone. I think they're going to need some help and I think they're going to get help. But how are they going to get out of that bubble? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, that, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait till maybe Wednesday. Maybe they're going to contact these, these other Avengers somehow and the multiverse maybe the, Avengers. Maybe, well, I mean, I think the only reason Doctor Strange was in that bubble was because the Watcher wouldn't interfere. Yeah. So I feel like the Watcher can very easily get Doctor Strange out of that bubble. Right. And Next then go to, go to other bubbles and gather the, gather the, gather the heroes. And, uh, so and then we're going to have, that, we're going to have, we're going to have that kick-ass 360 degree shot like in the Avengers, except with the multiverse Avengers. Yeah. It'll be yeah. cool. I, I think it'll be something like that. I don't know if it's exactly that, but... Yeah, I would love to see them all kind of because they've already hinted. Oh, you'll see these characters again. You'll see Captain and and everyone Carter has been yeah hinted and, at and they're, everyone's down. like, oh, they're going to see Captain Carter in season two. Maybe we'll see oh, her again in season sooner. one. I, I don't know. So I just it'll be interesting to see how it all plays oh, out. Marvel's doing such a Britney Spears. Oops, we did it again. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, I oh, love it though. What if? Gosh. Great show, great fun. Disney is can't uh, wait for the finale. Doing. I know everybody wants Cannot to complain wait. about Disney, but uh, I think they're doing a good job with some of these properties, except for one. And I just want to think that if uh, and we're, I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> except for one. That's that's uh, another episode. Yeah. That's another episode. Yeah, it's another episode. <laughs> I, I, you know, I I hinted at it earlier in the in the show, but. Uh, um, but that's, we're coming up on time. Unfortunately, our guest did not arrive, which is, you know, it's okay. Something obviously held him up. I'm going to check yeah, my hope emails okay. when we're done, make sure that everything's okay with him. And, uh, hopefully we can get him on a future episode. Um, before we do go, I want to give a little kind of shout out, uh, for our, our next week's episode. I'm very excited to be welcoming the show. Hopefully he'll come um, <laughs> to, and show up to this because, <laughs> because we actually had him scheduled before and, and I had computer problems, and he got sick, and the, the just the universe and the fates That's right. conspired to keep us from meeting together on the show. Um, and that obviously is what's happened with uh, with uh, DC um, as well. DC Glenn, um, DC the Brain Supreme. That's right. Um, but next week we are going to have on the show the Supreme Overlord of Khan on the Cob. He's also the proprietor of Odd Mall Emporium, including all the Odd Mall festivals that take place all around. Um, uh, uh, Ohio and beyond. Um, and he is an artist and game creator with Mother Mother Oith Creations, which is his own creation. And uh, this, pi this picture is an as an accurate depiction of what he looks like. So I was going to say he he hasn't he hasn't had that checked out yet. Uh, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him for a headshot. That's what he sent me. He's amazing. Andy Hop is going to be on the show next week. Love Andy. He's a great friend and um, just does uh, just so much for the the geek community and throw some just amazing conventions and things um, for folks who are kind of on the, the um, just that counterculture, that other side, you know, we just kind of live in that, that life and just doing things differently in the world. And, and, and his uh, events just celebrate that. And as, as yeah, we here at World Gone Geek excellent. love to celebrate the same things, um, we, we're uh, really excited to have him on the show and talk about how he got into all that. Um, it's actually, he's coming, so next week uh, he will be here, October 10th, and uh, Con and the Cobb actually begins that week. It starts on Thursday of that week. Oh, so that's right. He's joining us. He's going to give us a little preview of what's uh, going to come. And then, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping to actually get involved with uh, some of the things that are happening at Con on the Cobb that week. It's literally happening just up the street from my just house. Just down the street for you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's at a hotel in, in my neighborhood. So I'm actually going to go and, and see what's going on That's there. right. I'll get, try to get some, of hotels. some footage. <laughs> there are several <laughs> hotels within not very far from our house. Um, but yeah, the uh, I'm going to try to get some footage and bring it back and, and talk uh, about it on the show after that. Um, and uh, give a little recap of Con on the Cob. And if either of you guys can join me, we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, we might even I might even try to broadcast live from Con on the Cob for a little bit. Oh, what? that would be so cool! So we'll see what happens. Uh, we won't talk. We'll talk about it when Andy gets here. But so that's that's next week. Make sure you tune in. Um, it's going to be a great show. Um, we want to thank you for listening or watching or however you took this in uh, tonight. We do apologize again for telepathically um, our guest uh, not being here. This week, but we are grateful that you were here and that you listened to the show. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about what if. Watch that show. Watch Squid Game. Uh, follow us game. on social, all the Facebooks, all the Twitters, all the Instagrams, whatever they are. We're the <laughs> at World Gun Geek. 
follow us so we can keep you uh, apprised of what's going on in the world. Uh, and uh, we love you guys. We'll see you next time. The Podcast is Real is a World Gone Geek production.